It's RYOBI days at the Home Depot. Buy a RYOBI OnePlus 2-pack battery starter kit for just 99 bucks and get one of over 20 select RYOBI OnePlus tools up to an $84 value, free. The OnePlus system also fits over 125 other RYOBI tools. So now, going cordless is almost endless. Buy the battery kit, get a free tool. RYOBI days now at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Valid through June 19th, limit one per customer while supplies last. See store for details. Babe, wake up. Babe! Oh, no, the room's on fire! Woo! Woo! Oh, it's uh, an alien invasion! Pew, pew! I guess I'll just eat this Egg McMuffin. Huh? Is there another one? Or... Wake up breakfast at McDonald's. Mix and match two classics for five bucks. Choose from an Egg McMuffin or a Sausage McMuffin with egg. Each made with real butter and a freshly cracked egg. Price and participation may vary. Can it be combined with any other offer? Combo meal. Limited time offer. Single item at regular price. This is Sugar Shane coming at you with another episode of the Sanctuary with Sweet Truth. How are you doing, Billy? I'm doing okay. Glad everyone is here. As Billy D's for those of you that are first-time listeners, but uh, I know I'm on a first-name-only basis, so. <laughs> <laughs> that makes uh, two of you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, um, I did want to make mention, uh, for those of us not known, followed it today, there's two birthdays a day. One's President Donald Trump's. Yes. Birthday is apparently today, and it's also, I think it's 243 years old, the U.S. Army turned today really? as well. Yeah, it was uh, the birthday of the U.S. Army as well, which I believe was the very first branch of the military, if I'm not mistaken. I think that was before the Marines, if I'm, but I'd have to look. 243 years, that's pretty much right there when the country started, so it don't get much yeah. older. It don't get much older than that. It was before the Air Force, I would gather. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's a good assumption. <laughs> I'm sure the Navy beat them. <laughs> I'll tell you what, man. I'm really, I know I've said this in the past, but I really got to start cleaning up some of my social media, man. As you know what, what happened. Well, it's not anybody's done anything. It's just, I don't even comment to people hardly ever anymore because that's just gotten really? so bad. Yeah, it's gotten to a point now. Every time I do comment something, somebody blasts you with some shit, man. So I just don't even hardly say nothing to them anymore. Oh, a bunch yeah. Of, bunch of dumbass people. But what I'm coming at is, you know me, I'm trying to start something up here in a few months and got things going, which I said yeah, won't go yeah. into all uh-huh. that. But it takes, do I think positive thinking is going to make it happen? No, I don't think that. I'm not that stupid. I think it's going to take work and effort and putting your dreams into action to make it happen. Oh, yeah. However, I do think it takes the right frame of mind 
to make it. Yeah, happen. you can't walk around. Did. You can't walk around a damn doom and a gloom and think you're going down. Get somewhere. So, with that being said, man, there's some people I follow on Facebook and Facebook more so than Twitter, but I got a few on Twitter too that I'm going to end up having to just remove. Not so. I mean, it's not that I'm being mean. It's just damn, dude. It's like, do you have any news at all? That's not bad news. I mean, it's always. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I guess some of these people, man, I feel like like sticking my head in a gas tank or something when I get done listening to them. I'm like, man, put me out of my damn misery. That's funny. <laughs> I mean, I feel, I mean, and I'm not one to give sympathy. This is where a lot of people post this shit, and I don't mean to be mean to you if you're one of them, and if you are, I'm trying to offer you help, and you know me, I'm going to tell you like it is, and don't make it down whether you like it or you don't like it. But the fact of the matter is, a lot of people post this shit because they're not really wanting answers or wanting sympathy, and there's a difference. I can empathize with a lot of people. Yeah. But sympathizing with people is totally different. That's totally different. And if you're looking for sympathy, you come to the wrong door when it comes to me. I'll give you some answers. I can offer you solutions to get help. But once I've done that and you ignore that, then hell, I ain't got nothing else for you. There's nothing else I can do. So, therefore, you're just wanting somebody to lean on and cry on and feel bad for you mm-hmm. what is, is what it boils down to. Right. When, you, when people offer you help and give you answers and you still turn it down, you ain't really wanting to help. You just wanting somewhere you can post a bunch of rants and bullshit, so somebody can give you forty five likes. Who gives a shit? Really? When it gets right, right down to right, the end right. of the day, I don't understand why people face their life so much on whether they get likes and whether they got this. I've had people tell me, "I don't know why you got a Facebook. You never like none of my stuff." I'm like, "Because I'm not a troller. I really don't give a shit. I don't sit there and." Go into somebody's name and try to see what the hell they've posted, because I don't give a damn. I got more to do. If I happen to see it, I'll like it. But I don't go down through the whole list of the last 24 damn hours trying to see what the hell everybody said. You know? Right. I got things to do. <laughs> I just don't have that kind of time. So that was the point I was making. Um, but what do you know much about this New York... Uh, what is it? Attorney General Barbara Underwood. You heard about her? Is she the one uh, putting a case against Trump? Yeah, she's suing him for the fa- the Trump Foundation for $2.8 million, saying that they violated state and federal regulations. And it's more or less the violations of the law of New York. And uh, But Trump, now this is both, both got to be proven, so we don't know who's telling what. But Trump claims that she's trying to sue him on a charity that took in $18.8 million and turned around and gave back more than it took in with $19.2 million. So, I don't know how true that is. If yeah, there's too many details that aren't out there. I really yeah, don't know. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not sure on that either. Uh, I really don't know that anything will come of it. It's one of them deals, you know, you can sue to your blue in the face that don't make a damn you know if you ain't got you're gonna to have to have more than that and she ain't really come out with anything maybe she's holding it back i don't know he claims right. he claims the reason why it's all happening is because of the former eternal journey general of new york which was the guy that ran with the clinton campaign and uh since he is no longer the eternal general he thinks he's using her to do what he didn't have the balls to do pretty much oh, okay that's what he's okay. thinking and it's who knows possible not saying yeah. it is but it's not it's possible but uh, we'll see where that goes down the road. Not sure on that one. Uh, 
What about these, uh, what's this come out about Comey today that, that they're going to release the email information for Hillary Clinton to the public? I didn't necessarily hear that. What I did hear was that uh, they investigated him for uh, insubordination okay. regarding how he handled the email account uh, investigation. And uh, they claim, and you know, this can get kind of a, in a gray area, but from what I understand, they claim that they didn't have any evidence of you know, him trying to sway anything. Right. But insubordination would imply to me that he did the opposite of what somebody told him. So um, that raises the question as to why would he do that? So I don't know. That's kind of a murky situation there. But that's what that's about. Right, right. Um, I did say the Clinton email probe. Now, what that is, I don't know. But the Clinton, Clinton email probe is to be released today. That's what that is. It was to be released today to the to the public. I don't know if you can find it on a website or whatever. I guess, but okay. they're they're saying this is not going to be good for the FBI or the Department of Justice either one, because what they're saying is this is going to show some pretty shitty dealings uh, as far as how the case was handled in the first place. Yeah, well, there was a lot of uh, you know texting back and forth that uh, we'll make sure Trump isn't going to win. Right, yeah. And that's, uh, you know, that's pretty ugly. Yeah, you don't do shit like that, man. Whether yeah. you like the guy or not. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't matter. I don't like Hillary. I never did like her. As, you, as we've said on here before, neither one of us voted because we didn't like either one of them. That is right. And the reason why I didn't like Hillary is before she even ran for president, she'd done been involved in three damn scandals. Why the hell do I want to vote for somebody that I know is probably going to be involved in another fucking scandal in the next four years? So I was like, no, I'm not going to vote for her. Right. So that's why I wouldn't have voted for her. And, of course, Trump was his issues. There was both of them I didn't want to vote for. So I just didn't vote. People say, well, vote for the lesser of the two evils. That just doesn't make sense to me. But, uh... I don't know if anything's going to come of it. I, the, uh, Sessions, I believe it was, it said it said that if they find anything going on, there's probably going to be some more firings in the FBI. They're going to fire some more people if they found some things that were not handled properly. You know that the whole FBI thing is just uh, you know f for so long that was an institution that was respected on so many levels, and it just seems that lately. Man, you know, between, you know, guns falling out of your pants and going off on the floor. And, Dance floor. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, and all these shootings, you know, that the FBI had, you know, interrogated the guy three or four times before and let him go. Um, you know, it, it just seems like um, there's just been a bunch of weird stuff. Yeah, going on right. Yeah, it's just. Uh, well, we were talking about that last week. How it's just they've gotten pretty, pretty f screwed up. I mean, I'm not saying that, you know, it's like the police department. You got some bad eggs. You got some bad eggs when it comes to the FBI. And I'm sure there's some good people in the FBI. Oh, I'm but, sure. Uh, it's not what it used to be. You know, it's not the same. It's changed a lot. And then I'm sure this all the media they're putting out ain't helping their case any. Because uh, it's it's just uh, they're making them look like a complete damn joke. So I don't know what's going to come of this. 
We'll see. Uh, do you think that Hillary, st- I don't think it will happen, but do you think she still has a shot at being prosecuted? I don't know enough about the the facts in this case, but I'll tell you a lot, a lot of people in government are not letting that go. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'll be honest with you, man. If what they says happened, like I said, I'd have to see the emails for myself, see the text messages, see what all went on there. And see all this and see how much she knew and all this. She can't sell me on not knowing that you're supposed to use that damn email. I'm sorry. You're not going to sell me on that statement. If you buy that, you either A, got to realize that this has got to be the dumbest ass woman to ever pass a bar exam in her whole damn life. Or you're stupid. One or the other. Because there's no way in hell she knew that she wasn't supposed to be taking personal damn emails on her damn computer. Her gut says .gov. Okay? So, I mean... Let's go ahead and bypass and smell bullshit when we smell bullshit and realize what it is and don't step in it, okay? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's not that damn stupid. If she, if she, I'll say this. If she did, and she could pass a lie detector test stating that she really didn't know that, and she passed it with flying colors, I'd have to say she's got to be the dumbest, luckiest-ass woman to ever be in politics I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Because there's no way in hell anybody, I... I'm not in politics, and I got enough sense not to know to know that that's bullshit. It doesn't take yeah. a, you know. It's like I read on Twitter today. Somebody stated something about sometimes genius is just using your good old common sense. So you know you don't have to be damn rocket science be able to do algebra and calculus. Sometimes you just got to be able to be able to reason, and I can reason out that this is just stupid ass shit to even believe that. But if indeed. I could find enough on it to where I could figure some, you know, some things that were going on there that they state may have been going on. Then, yeah, I believe she should be prosecuted. I mean, what makes her any better than anybody else? If I did that shit, yeah. I'd be done under. I'd been under the jail by now. Yeah, but it has to be proven without a shadow of a doubt. But like I said, nothing will probably ever come of it. My guess is this is all a big uh, to do about nothing. Oh, that's what I think. I think so too. Yeah, nothing's going to happen. No. In about a month's time, we'll be done with this and talking about damn Russian collu- Russian shit again. They'll be talking about that with the elections coming up. <laughs> right. Well, the North Korean summit happened. Well, how do you think that went? <clears throat> Well, here's the deal. Um, here again, I'm not a, for those of you who may be new to the program, I'm not a Trump supporter. I'm not a partisan, period. But objectively speaking, what this summit was, was, you know, basically almost like what you would call a first date. And the agreement that was there was basically, hey, you know what, let's agree to to see each other again. That's kind of what this was. Right. And and what the liberal side of the media is doing is they are setting this up as if Trump made this out to be, you know, this wonderful summit that was going to cause the missiles to go away and was going to cause, you know, the Korean War to end, and then they could sit back from it and say, well, this was none of that. He accomplished nothing. He never said any of those things, and the administration never said any of those things. He said himself it might be six months out before we could, uh, you know, evaluate the overall success of this. 
It's so not going to happen. It's not going to happen in a day. No, Anybody and think so is stupid. Yeah, th- this was basically an agreement to agree. Okay, that's all this was. This was a first step, and uh, the signing and everything was more uh, ceremonious than it was anything else. So you know, we, when you are, are run across all these things on your on your you know social media feeds, and there's all these people saying the missiles are still there. This is an absolute failure. He never. This wasn't what that was about. Well, the sanctions are still up until the missiles are gone. Yes, exactly. The sanctions haven't been the sanctions haven't been dropped. These idiots don't know what the hell they're talking about. Yeah. It's like you said. It's more or less an agreement to to go ahead and get to that step. But yeah. he hasn't dropped the sanctions. The sanctions yeah. are still in place because yeah. the nukes are still there. When the nukes are removed, then he'll start making prep steps in that area if that indeed ever happens. I'm not convinced yes. it will. No, I'm, I'm very – yeah, th- th- now that's an other issue. Now, now, some of his critics have some legitimate points. The legitimate points would be that, uh, you know, meeting <clears> – <throat> A, a, a dictator under these circumstances where the State Department and and other levels of both the governments didn't have a chance to do a lot of uh, pre-planning, pre-work, uh, to set some conditions, to just by going and meeting him and basically giving him an unearned meeting, uh, put his, uh, you know, his credibility on a higher level than what he may deserve. Now, that's a legitimate point. Right. I mean, you you know, you could say that that happened. But how many years has it been since the president talked to anybody in North Korea as a leader? What has it been since the Korean War? It's been, I, I don't know about, <laughs> it's, but it's, they have, you know, they have communicated with it. Clinton recently said that he wished he'd done more to, to reach an agreement when he was president. Right. Yeah. So, I mean. Uh, uh, and, I'm not, and I'm not backing Trump on everything by no means. I'm like you. I'm a moderate. I don't, I don't support him 100%. But I'm not a hater and hate on every damn thing the man does either. And yeah, I, sure. when, when he's went over there and he's done this, I mean, I have to say that's more than any president's done in the last, I don't know how many upteen years that anybody's done it. So I, so well, I, and, and the, other, the other criticism that's kind of hard to answer is that, uh, you know, he seems to be very respectful and, and causing a, you know, some sort of a dialogue with North Korea, which in and of and bad, uh, in and of and by itself isn't bad, but by the same token, almost within, you know, hours, he treats our allies as if, uh, you know, they're the biggest dirt bags in the world. And, and, and a yeah. good, um, a good example of this was, uh, Justin Trudeau. Now, Tr- Justin Trudeau really didn't say anything that bad. I- I'm paraphrasing here. But he said something like, uh, you know, Canadians are nice people and, and we're very mild-mannered, but it, by the same token, we won't allow ourselves to be pushed around either. So we want to make sure that whatever happens with trade here, that Canadians are, are, are properly represented. Now, I don't know if that's the exact words, but that's the spirit that's of what pretty, he said. That's pretty damn close. And 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 for the Trump administration to answer that with you know words like that deserve a special place in hell. That is <laughs> that is way out of proportion. For yeah. What was, yeah. Well, what's he expect them to say? Hey, when we're in Canada, we're nice people, and we just love to be your bitches. I mean, what the hell is he supposed to say? Of course, he's going to say we're not going to be pushed over. I mean, hell, any country would. We would. So, uh, yeah, I mean, that was way out of proportion for what was said. Uh, You can't expect Justin Trudeau to say anything else. Right. 
And, uh, you know, for the, I like for the, the guy myself. Oh, yeah, so do I. I'm pretty sure everybody likes him. I mean, yeah. I know the ones like him because he's a you know, good looking guy and all this. Yeah. Uh, but that's why, uh, that's why I like him. Yeah. <laughs> No, he is, but I like his pile. I mean, I like him so far how he's presented himself. You know, I don't know much about him, but that's that was way over the top, though, to respond like that. Because I mean, of course, yeah. the man's going to defend his own country and talk about what they're not going to tolerate. And yeah, I don't like the way he's treating the allies. Um, as I've said before, I kind of agree with the tariffs he's done with China because I don't. Yeah. I, but with Canada, that doesn't make any sense. And I'm not even sure where he's getting that we're, we're that we're bending over, uh, you know, for Canada because that's not true at all. Hey, oh depending, no! De- depending on what uh, what area of the uh, of the markets you look at, there's actually surpluses involved in our agreement with Canada. So uh, I'm not sure where that's coming from. Yeah, I don't think he knows half of the shit he's got coming from. Speaking of a complete and utter failure. I've got to stay mentioning this. As far as an actor, I got tremendous respect for the man from an acting standpoint. He's from a great city, New York. And why the hell that car just fired up over there, I don't know, but I'm going to ignore it. I think my house is haunted, man. I got toys going off and all kinds of shit, and I'm just sitting here. But anyway, (laughs) I got great respect for him as far as an actor. But what he did at the Tony Awards... Robert De Niro made absolutely no sense at all. I mean, none whatsoever. There are Hollywood's, of course, aligning with him over what he did when he got up. Oh yeah, fuck, sure. fuck Trump and all this shit and all, all whatever he said. I know it was fuck Trump or something. I don't know the exact words. I don't think he really needed them. It wouldn't be about four of them. But then Hollywood's backing him, of course. But what they're fucking up on, let me go ahead to quote Robert De Niro's word, what they're fucking up at is what many analysts are saying is because of this, Donald Trump could very well be a shoe-in in 2020. Oh, yeah, 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 this is sending him right back to the White House. <laughs> I mean, oh, these are no some, I said it last week. I told you last week, who will cause Donald Trump to win in 2020 will be the liberals. It will not be the conservatives because they're complete and utter dumbasses. You don't do shit like this, man. You don't get up there on fucking Tony Awards and start dropping F-bombs and everything else. The network don't even know what's going on or nothing. I mean... Well, uh, you, you, you know what I say about actors. Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah, and, <laughs> yeah well... I, I I've said before, I, you know, it takes a certain talent to act. It takes a certain talent to throw a ball through a hoop. And I could go on and on here. These aren't necessarily, though, uh, world-changing events, world-changing talents. These aren't oh, no. people who... These aren't people who are heroes in the respect of they're not falling on a grenade for anybody. Right. Okay. And... Um, when, when it comes to Robert De Niro, here here's what an actor does. An actor takes words that were written by somebody else, and he speaks the words the way somebody else tells him to say it. Right. 
So what these actors actually do starts to get smaller and smaller when you start breaking it down. And what the answer always is, is, well, yes, there was a writer involved. And yes, there was a director involved. But what the actor does is interpretation. Oh, the talent. I'm I'm just so amazed. I'm just so amazed. Okay. When they don't have a script to go by, the best that they can come up with is F. Trump. Yeah. Now, this, is, this isn't exactly Shakespeare. No. Okay, this isn't exactly Hemingway. By okay. long shot. Don't even put Hemingway in the same damn boat as this son bitch. <laughs> All they are, and, and I could go down a whole list here, whether it's Judd or whether it's... Um, uh, uh, Sheen or whether it's Depp all these guys when they go off script they show who they really are they're nothing but a bunch of street punks oh, that's yeah. all they are well like I told you on Twitter how, I don't care how beautiful the, cinema, the, the cinematographer takes their picture and how well the director works out the lighting and the words and the angles to the camera and how well the writer worked on the script. When it all boils down to what these people are, they're F you. That's oh, yeah. what. Well, it's like I told you in that tweet. I said, I said, I think he was just thinking about talking like Vito. He's back in The Godfather or something when he got up there to give that because you're right they can't they can't talk without Hollywood controlled their public appearance oh yeah very much so. oh yeah oh yeah very much so because they knew they were dumbasses yeah and, and you know and I don't really I don't want to really say they're all that way but the one thing I would say is there's a place and a time for anything if they were sitting down in an interview and somebody would have said, what's your, and I still don't say you go fuck Trump, fuck you and all that. But if they would have asked your points on Trump and you wanted to give, and they wanted your opinion, and you yeah. gave it to them in a constructive manner, I got no problem with that. I don't care if you're an no, actor or not. not. No, no, but, not they get up, but they get up at the Tony Awards and just start rearing off in a rant about a bunch of shit. Makes you look stupid. And now the liberals are going to think he's cool as hell. But like I've said, liberals have just cost their ass an election in 2020. You watch and mark my words, Donald Trump will win again. That'll yeah. happen. Because they're well, not doing yeah. anything to fix it. This is supposedly one of one of the best actors in the world, who who has been around some of the best scripts in the world, who has oh, been yeah. around some of the best directors in the world. And the best thing that he can come up with after all that experience yeah. is if Hell, I could have come up with a better speech than that. Absolutely. I mean, damn. And I ain't even been an actor. Yeah. Of course, I've also write a lot, but I mean, they don't do that. <laughs> but still, I don't. Yeah, I, I don't want to spend a lot of time on that. But yeah, they. I think they did screw themselves right there, and uh, it's going to come back to haunt them. And uh, like I've said, it's, it's it's getting worse every week. There's something new going on that the liberals are just going crazy about, and they ain't. Uh, they ain't a. Uh, they're not doing anything to help their case any. Right. And to prove it, Trump's influence is starting to work in other states. Yeah, his approval ratings are going up. Oh, it's not only that. South Carolina. Katie, just this woman, Katie, somebody just beat out this other guy that they were expecting to be a shoe in. Never lost a primary. And 
he lost due to Donald Trump putting on a tweet, hey, this guy hasn't helped me one bit, yada, 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 yada. Go out and vote Katie. And there's a lot of people that think they went out and voted because of Donald Trump. He's also done the same thing with Corey Stewart from Virginia that just won a senator primary. Yeah. And what he's doing is he's tweeting about all these people to get Republicans into office. And the liberals have got their heads so far up their ass that they don't even realize it. And, 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 and when they thought they were going to win... Whenever the 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 house and the you know the Senate and get it back turned over to the Democrats, I don't think that shit's going to happen. Right. I don't think so at all. I think you may end up being flip flopped, and it's going to be a lot of Republicans in the House and the Senate, House and Congress. You watch. If the economy stays good, yeah, I believe there's a good chance that could happen. Oh yeah. I mean, there's ever, that, there was two right there that they thought would never have a shot, and there they have one, and he's been tweeting all about it, putting it in his tweets. If you go back and look at his tweets, he's promoting all these damn Republicans and telling people who to vote for. a matter of fact, a Republican himself, and I forget his name. He was from Tennessee, though. I know that. I can't remember his name, but he was a Republican senator from Tennessee. I saw him in an interview today. He even made the statement that me and you have said. He said it's almost, and he's a Republican. He said it's almost turned into like a cult. Oh, yeah. He said everything he says to do, everybody's running out and doing it. And that's the exact words he used was it was turning into like a cult. That That's very true. Ideologies I, now have become cults. Right, right. I can't believe it, man. I was like, wow. How, I've never seen a pre- Of course, we didn't have the social media back then that we have today. But we've never had a president just tweet something, and all of a sudden people go out and vote for him because of it. I'm like, damn, man. He's, he can fuck a lot of people's worlds up, man. I'm like, let the wrong Democrats say something about him. Hell, they'll be but tweeting the hell out of somebody. Get their ass out of office. But, uh... Yep. Well, I want to part of the title of the show, as you saw, if is people that's been listening. It says, uh, "Is your city uh, good to live in? Okay to live in?" Well, I was on USA Today today, and they had the fifty worst cities in the country to live in, and they gave their reasons and whatnot. And no offense, but after getting this, I'm kind of ready to leave Ohio. <laughs> Yeah, I bet Canton was on there. Uh, yeah, it was. But it was Atlanta was on there. Atlanta was on there, and the reason why it was on there, it's had a great economic growth. Atlanta's been booming economically. But the reason why it's on there is because of the crime rate. Crime rate in Atlanta is freaking ridiculous, man. Oh, yeah, I've heard that, yeah. Yeah, it's shit, man. I lived near Atlanta. I was probably, I'm closer to Atlanta than I am Cleveland, for, is to here. I was, I could get to downtown Atlanta in 50, depending on the traffic in 15 to 20 minutes, downtown. But, I wouldn't live in Atlanta. There ain't no way in the hell. Man, there ain't nothing, man. I mean, it, people get, it, you don't go through a day in Atlanta without hearing about multiple murders. I mean, one, hell yeah. yeah one's a, I, one's, can, I can imagine, yeah, sure. One's a good day. <laughs> Uh, Albuquerque, New Mexico. I'm just going to name a, some of these. Albuquerque, New Mexico was put on there. Jackson, Mississippi. That's no shock. I've been there, and if you're from Jackson, Mississippi, and listen to this, I'm sorry, but man, I tell you what, it sucks. It's if you go there, it's uh, it's one of the reasons is poor opportunity. And if you go there, you can realize. I mean, even though it's a good 
you know, a decent sized city for Mississippi and whatnot. It's like got no growth at all for job opportunities or anything. I would not have picked this city to live in in no shape, form, or fashion. Miami, one of the most expensive in the country. Everything there, as far as products and things like that, are 15% higher than the national average. Oh, remember, yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember when I remember when gas was 99 cents a gallon. This has been many moons ago. 99 cents a gallon. And I was in Miami, and I was bitching because I had to pay $1.60. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was that much higher nowadays. Right, right. $1.60 yeah. would be great now. But, dude, it was a lot higher. North Charleston, South Carolina. One in every four lives is in poverty. I believe that. South Bend, Indiana is one of the most violent in the country. Knoxville, one in four, is living in poverty. Did you know who the new mayor is in Knoxville? I do not. I know you don't follow it, but wrestling. There's a, there was a wrestler there by the name of, uh, he went by Kane. I can't remember his real name now because he, uh, he just quit wrestling here a while back and became the, he won the election for mayor of Knoxville because that's where he lives now. Okay, and uh, I and, and don't say that because he's a wrestler. Let me tell you, I started doing some research on the dude. He's actually very intelligent. He had degrees and all kinds of shit before he ever went into wrestling. Wow, he's actually yeah, Kane. Yes, Ellie said Kane. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. He was actually pretty. He was actually he's actually pretty intelligent. Toledo, one of the most dangerous. One thousand one hundred ninety-two violent crimes for every one hundred thousand residents. Three times. Wow. That's three times the state rate. Average average home value there is only seventy nine thousand dollars. No, no wonder. No, yeah, well, I'd say no wonder nobody wants to fucking live there. And I've seen radio opportunities for Toledo and never filled them out. Hell, I'm glad I didn't. Canton, yeah, you see, Canton was on there. Only fifteen cities nationwide have a higher poverty rate. It's thirty one point five percent live below the poverty line in Canton. I believe it. Wow. Trenton, New Jersey, poorest in the country for average income, $31,592. $31,000 is the average income in Trenton, New Jersey. Dayton, Ohio made it, uh, made it with a median income of 28000 Oakland was on there, even though they have a high income of like average income $68,000, but you got to realize this is also California, and... Everything there is not 15% like Miami. It's 27% higher to buy stuff there. Right. And then Gary, Indiana, that's one of them they had. Youngstown made it too, which is no damn shock. 38 no. Damn, I went through there with uh, my father-in-law, good Lord, about a year and a half ago. And he said, you ever been to Youngstown? I said, no. After we left, I said, he said, he said what did you think? I said, well, I've never been and probably won't never go back. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Albany, Georgia made the list, and I understand why. Theirs was just because the population has declined a lot in the last five years. South Cleveland made it, and that's because of poverty and the crime rate. Yeah. But, uh, of course, Detroit ain't no shock. But, uh, yeah, Detroit, damn, that's really hurting. Oh, Ellie uh, said Jesse Ventura was a WWE wrestler. He's a smart man, too. Yeah, he's a smart man. I'll say he's intellectual in some areas, but he's got some conspiracy theories that'll blow your ass out of his... <laughs> yeah, he's a, he, he can be a little nutty. A little nutty. <laughs> yeah. 
he's got some theories. And I'm like, what? I remember one time I was watching him. He was talking about an airport on YouTube. He had everybody running around downstairs in the basement and everything, man. I was like, what the hell are you doing, man? But uh, Aldi's grocery chain, you know what Aldi's is, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, they received, and now they're based out of Europe, mostly Germany to be exact, where they come from. So they don't sell this here in the stores that we have in the United States yet, because I don't think we're allowed to, at a grocery store, sell liquor, which I don't know how we get away with it. We sell it at my store, but somehow some rules don't apply to whatever the case may be. Yeah, I'm they, not sure how that works. Yeah, for some reason they don't have it here. But they, right. in the U.K., just gave them a gold medal for their aged whiskeys uh, particular era contest for their Highland Black eight-year-old Scotch. Aldi's got an eight-year-old Scotch that won a gold medal for a wow. girl. That's a, I mean, that's a generic store, but and it only costs yep. like in our money, it would probably cost you about fifteen bucks a bottle. Oh, uh, Ellie said that Kane was uh, Glenn, ja- uh, Glenn Thomas Jacobs. Yeah, that's right. That's his name in real life. That's his real name. Now, this is weird. This was a weird story. A Japanese woman. A body was found in the river. Her, the, the family identified it as being her husband. So she had the body cremated. All right. Eleven months later, guess who comes walking through the front door? Uh-oh. Her husband. Yeah. He ain't dead. Now, I don't know where he's been for eleven months. I didn't see all about that in the story. That's some explaining to do, too. But he comes back to the door eleven months later, and to come to find out, they think that the reason why there was a mess-up was one of the guys that was reported missing as well as her husband had the same kind of you know body size and all that, I guess. All right, but I couldn't imagine that had your body, your husband cremated, went through the mourning process and everything else, and eleven months later, here he comes walking through the door. That sounds like something off a fucking general hospital. (laughs) I guess that's kind of like yeah, it really is a. That sounds like a damn soap opera. Yeah, I was gonna say a soap opera for sure. (laughs) That's crazy. And I don't know if you heard about these two men. This is a damn shame. I don't know how the hell they didn't get no more than this. They're from Arkansas, but apparently they did this in Monroe, Louisiana. They got on Snapchat sometime back and slit a dog's throat. Oh. For everybody to see on Snapchat. And they just got sentenced. And you know what they got? No. Find and some probation. Yeah. How the hell do you not get jail time for that shit? I, you know, it varies from uh, from state to state. For example, here in Ohio, we do have the the Goddard's Law, uh, which makes it a lot tougher on people who commit cruelty to am- animals. That was actually spearheaded by Dick Goddard. Oh, cool. The uh, weatherman, yeah. He's still alive, isn't he? Yeah. Okay, I know he just retired, but I didn't think he had passed away yet. But. Yeah. Uh, this is Louisiana. Evidently, they're pretty lax on it. I don't know. I know. I don't know what Georgia's laws are, but I don't think they'd have tolerated this shit. I think they'd have probably got at least a year in prison. 
Yeah, I don't know. But I'm not saying they're going to fry you. I don't know of any state that's going to do that. Right. But prison time, I mean, you just publicly mutilated a dog on social media so everybody can see it, and you're not going to get any time just to fire and Probably the probation ain't got it. Hell, probation probably ain't but damn six months. They pretty much got off scot-free, man. Yeah, that's nuts. That is ridiculous shit, man. I was so mad when I seen that, man. I tell you what. Yeah, that is bad. Yeah. Well, went to the Rubber Ducks game tonight. I did do that before the show. I'll make mention of that before we close out. Uh, I left at the bottom of the eighth. They were losing three to nothing. They were playing the New Hampshire Fisher Cats, which is uh, uh, the minor league team for the Toronto Blue Jays. All right. Yeah. Uh, they're both pretty good teams right now. Akron's having another good year, actually. Akron's like two and a half games ahead in their division. Uh, so I mean, and this team was also leading their division, so both of them were doing pretty good. So I already figured it was going to be a good game. They just scored first run to like sixth or seventh inning. I mean, it was like a pitcher's duel for a while, which is <laughs> I used to pitch, so that doesn't bother me. I like to watch them kind of games. So I like to see more defense, and I don't like to see games that are like twelve to eight. A lot of people do. I don't. I mean, to me, that's just like a bunch of damn you know home run, home run, home run. That shit just bores me to death. Right. I, I don't mind a home run when it counts. You know, you got a man on base, you're down by two, and you hit a home run, all of a sudden tie ball game. That's cool. That's dramatic. But when you got just a home run every time somebody gets up, that just means hell. You need to buy some. You need to get some new pitchers. Both teams do because y'all suck. When it comes to pitching right. staff, that doesn't prove to me anything except that you got some good hitters off of some sorry pitchers. But uh, good ball game. I like going to the ballpark. That's something I always like to do. Uh, I always have. I'm a big baseball fan, so it was fun. And the thing right. about right. and the thing about minor leagues are is when you go to a minor league game, it's just like almost going to a pro game. And so many people don't realize it's it's a hell of a lot cheaper because the rules in minor league are exactly the same as majors. The only thing these boys are doing is trying to work their way up to a pro position. There is no, they use wooden bats, the same same distance between the bases, same distance in the outfield. Everything is exactly the same. There's no difference in the rules. Why college still uses aluminum baseball bats is fucking beyond me. I I never have understood that. I'm like, they should have switched to wood a long time ago just based on danger aspects. I mean, you get hit with a damn ball from aluminum bat, buddy, you're going to know it. Yeah. Well, I take that back. You may not know it because you may not wake up, or you may end up being, you know, eating the rest of your life from a damn straw. Because yeah. I because mean, they go fast, man. I mean, that's they come off that bat. I mean, they're already coming off pretty fast with a wooden bat, but with aluminum bat, I believe I heard the figure one time that if a pitcher's doing the ball and he throws it at like ninety miles an hour and a hitter hits it good, once that leaves that bat, it's doing like a hundred and twenty miles an hour. It's smoking. I can imagine, yeah. Yeah. So, well, I ain't got nothing else for this show. Uh, we ain't got but about three minutes left anyway. Uh, you got anything else you want to add? I am absolutely okay, man. I do show tonight, though. Oh, yeah. And I do want to mention that Tuesday night we did the Freak Show, and I don't know if Ellie got to listen, but, man, that was one of the best shows we've had in a while. It was very good, spot on. Uh, Tony the Tiger showed up, and uh, it was like everything flowed very well. There was one point. Oh, awesome. I do want to make mention of this because normally this doesn't work. This would not work in any other type of setting. But me and Tony was having a conversation back and forth at the same time 
the Eagle Scout Jack Casey were talking back and forth. But it seemed like you could still understand what was going on. And all of a sudden, we went full circle, and we, and we all met up and started talking right at the same time about the same thing. It was like it just worked, and everything was flowing very well for that show. Wow. It was, it cool. Was, yeah, it was awesome, man. It was, it was a good show. I wish I'd recorded it. I forgot the damn cord that I needed to record it. I got everything but one cord, but I will have ne- next Tuesday's recorded. But yeah, it was it was spot on, man. It was a very good show. If y'all haven't had a chance to listen, listen Tuesday night seven to ten. Uh, that's on skoradio.com, or if you got the TuneIn app, you can go to SKO Radio, SKO Radio Network. Follow our Twitter page. It's a Sweet Truth Radio for um, the podcast here. Tweet us anything you want throughout the week. Um, we'll talk about whatever you want to talk about for the most part. I mean, don't send me something stupid as hell but uh we'll follow we'll talk about anything you want to talk about if you got a comment about the show send that too as well and uh we're glad to hear from you um we are on monday nights 10 o'clock thursday nights at 11 so we will be back monday night at 10 if all goes well other than that that's about all i got with that being said uh remember i do have this one little vote of confidence for you don't let other people's opinions affect you let me tell you something they don't mean shit the only person that can prove an opinion right about you is you. So keep that in mind. Y'all have a good one. Holler at you Monday night. Introducing my new $4.99 spicy chicken strips combo. 100% all white meat strips with crunchy batter and the perfect kick of spice. The chicken is bigger, tastier, and only $4.99 with fries and a drink. Go get it. Plus tax. Limited time only. Price and participation varies. Three-piece combo with small drink and fries. Babe, wake up. Babe. Oh, no, the room's on fire! Woo! Woo! Uh, it's uh, an alien invasion! Pew, pew! I guess I'll just eat this Egg McMuffin. Huh? Is there another one? Wake up breakfast at McDonald's. Mix and match two classics for five bucks. Choose from an Egg McMuffin or a Sausage McMuffin with egg. Each made with real butter and a freshly cracked egg. Price and participation may vary. Can it be combined with any other offer or combo meal? Limited time offer. Single item at regular price.